What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. From the side of the ball court If you know, you know One stop like a Walmart We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport If you know, you know If you know about the carport The trap door's supposed to be awkward If you know, you know That's the reason we ball for Circle round twice for the encore If you know, you know What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amon Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me on this Wednesday as we recap Florida State versus Virginia basketball that took place at John Paul Jones Arena last night. The Wahoos were victorious 61 to 56 over the number five team in the country. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Go to iTunes, go to Anchor. Definitely go to Anchor, man. Go to Anchor. And hit the support button and definitely support your boys' podcast. Go to AmadaHawkins.com if you miss any content during football season. And make sure you go to STHUJuice.com for your Petty Hawk hoodies. Yes, Petty Hawk hoodies are now available on STHUJuice.com. So let's go ahead and jump into it. You know how we're going to do it. We're going to review the numbers first. Then we're going to jump into some notes. And then... We get the analytical part or the soapbox part, whatever you want to call it. But let's go ahead. It's been a minute since I did a basketball recap. I'm excited. Got to watch the Wahoos yesterday and watch the game again this morning. And and um, proud of the Wahoos, man. You know, back-to-back wins now. Uh, Wake Forest went into overtime and then versus number five team in the country, Florida State, in which we let one slip away when we went down to Tally Ho. And uh, we got payback. So let's go. In the numbers, 61-56 is the final number. In attendance, it was 13,869 folks in John Paul Jones Arena. When we look at the scoring, Mamdi Diakite led the way 19 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 3 of 3 from 3-pointer. And I saw somebody say Mamdi 3 a DK, 3 a Kite. If I said that right, but that was dope, and I forgot to get their handle on Twitter. But they'll know who they are because they'll make sure they repost this and say, "Hey, that was me that said that." Uh, Mommy played 37 minutes, had nine rebounds, two offensive. He was four four from the free throw line. He had uh, one block, also one assist, two turnovers. Then you had Kihei Clark, the point guard. Everybody loves to. I don't want to say hate. But everybody loves to put under a microscope. So Kihei Clark, 38 minutes played, 4-12 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3, 7-7 from the free throw line, had four rebounds, one offensive, four assists to four turnovers, one steal for 15 points. Now, when it comes to Kihei Clark, everybody talks about why is he always going in the paint? Yesterday he got a lot, you know, a lot of his layups blocked. Or he was trying to generate contact and he was missing uh, some layups because he was trying to generate contact. Um, he was, you know, it's a lot of things that folks, you know what? I'm going to wait. 
let's 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 wait on that. Let's go let's go next to Braxton Key. I was about to go right into the analytical part and just skip everything, and I'm not I'm not going to do it. Uh, Braxton Key, he played 37 minutes. He was four nine from the field, five or seven from the free throw line. He had nine defensive rebounds for nine total rebounds. One assist, three turnovers, one block for 13 points, and he Hulk Hogan his jersey. So he wore 42 after he Hulk Hogan his number two jersey. You might as well just keep the 42, dog. Just keep it. Uh, Tomas Wadatense, he had, well, he played 29 minutes. He was two for four from the field, and he's a three-point sharpshooter. So all four of his shots came from three shot attempts. He was two or four. Uh, two for two from the free throw line, one rebound. He had three assists, four turnovers, eight points. Then you had Casey Morsell, who played 21 minutes. He got the start. Um, He was one for two from the field, one for one from the free throw line, one rebound, one turnover for three points. That was a nice and one. He had Jay Huff, the Hoonicorn. He played 26 minutes. He was just one or two from the field, 0 for one from three-point land, one or two from the free throw line. He had six rebounds, one offensive Two assists, no turnovers, two blocks for three points. Uh, Francisco played eight minutes, didn't register a point, had two rebounds. Then you had uh, Coleman, who played four minutes, didn't register a point, had one rebound. He was 0 for 1 from the field and had two turnovers. Uh, when you look at UVA as a team, they shot 9 of 22 in the first half. for forty. That's 40% from the field. In the second half, 9 of 19, 47% from the field. For the game, they shot 43% from the field. Uh, from three-point land, they shot 42% in the first half, three or seven, just 40% in the second half, two or five, five or 12 overall. That jumped out to me the most. We limited our three-point attempts, actually. We only shot 12. Only shot 12. And in the second half, I mean, free throws, six or seven in the first half, 14 to 16 in the second half, and I'll talk about the refs later. 20 or 23 for the game for 87%. So we shot 43% from the field, 41% from three, and 87% from the free throw line. 17 turnovers, 11 assists, 15 personal fouls, 36 rebounds, six of those offensive. We look at Florida State as a team. They shot 41% in the first half. 36% 36% in the second half. Their total is 38% from the game. It was 21 of 54. They shot just 35% from three, seven of 20, and they only attempted 11 free throws, seven of 11. They had 23 rebounds as a team, 20 personal fouls, nine assists to seven turnovers. Um, they had nine steals. We had one steal. So, Anytime UVA's lost a game this year, the common theme has been turnovers and shooting like some trash can juice from the outside. Well, we continue to turn the ball over this game, 17 turnovers, but hey, man, here's my thing with, with well, let me, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let's go into some notes. Let's go into some, some, some post-game notes, and then we get to the fun stuff of just my thoughts from the game. Some post-game notes, the Cavaliers improved to 14-6. Six and four in the ACC. UVA is two and one versus ranked opponents this year. Virginia posted its first top five uh, victory since they beat uh, Duke, who was number four. This is like an unranked and beat a top five team, 65-63. They beat Duke on the same day in 2018. Um, 
So that that's why this was like deja vu. The top five win was also UVA's first as an unranked team since uh, the 76-68 win over number three Duke. February. I mean, it just seemed like when Duke ranked in the top five, we beat them, huh? Um, I know I just jumped right over that. But I want to get down to discussing some real deal stuff. So pardon me if I'm rushing through some stuff. You know what? Y'all could look. Go to VirginiaSports.com. Post on it. Uh, uh, click on basketball. Find the post-game notes for Florida State. Because I want to get right down to the nitty-gritty. You know, Petty Hawk wants to come out. All right? Look, 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 look. Let's get right to it. All right? Because there's been a lot of chatter about this team, and I've been laying back, taking notes, reading a bunch of tweets, reading a bunch of Facebook posts, reading a bunch of articles, because that's what I've been doing, okay? That's why I haven't been recapping. I had a recap all set one time, and I was going to be real petty, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to put that energy out in the earth, so I'm not going to do it, and I deleted it. But now I'm back, Jack. Let's go. Let's have some fun, okay? Look, this UVA team. Some people could say it's the least talent, least talented team that Tony Bennett's ever had. They could say it's the worst shooting team that Tony Bennett has ever had. Because you look at analytics, yes, they've been shooting bad from the field. The most non-ball security team you ever had. You look at the turnovers, yes. You could throw out anything you want, any opinion you want. You probably could back it up with analytics. You just can't. Okay. As far as like the least talented. Hmm, I don't know, but hey, looking on the surface, you'll probably be like, yeah, look how they're shooting. Look how they turn the ball over. Who's their playmakers? They got one true point guard. Coleman, we like him too, but we only trust Kihei with the ball. So a lot of folks are just giving the basketball team a hard time. You got spoiled. That's the, that's just what's the, that's what it is. We got spoiled. Look at us. Look, look, what I want you to do is get up, walk to a mirror, point to the person in the mirror and be like, you spoiled. And I'm talking. I'm doing it myself right now. You spoiled, Petty Hawk telling Ball Hawk. You spoiled. You got spoiled from the Malcolm from from Justin to no from Joe. No, yeah, from Joe to Justin to Malcolm to Ty, Dre, and Cal, like NBA players. And we got one this year in Diakite. Okay. But last year we had never, ever, 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 ever. Ever, 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 ever in the Tony Bennett era have three dudes declare for the NBA draft. We had we had players leave more than one and get workouts in the NFL or go overseas and become pros, but we had we had never ever had three one, two, three players leave early. I see I see people saying, you know, Tony should have did a better job of recruiting. Like nobody butty, nobody can prepare themselves. For three guys leaving early, unless you Kentucky, because that's they do that every year. Like Calipari, tell them, hey, 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 you. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy, and with the widest selection of used cars under twenty thousand dollars, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing, so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. I'm, I'm, hey, hey, I'm recruiting you so you can be a one and done. But we talk about Virginia, the, the school that doesn't compromise integrity, the, the school that doesn't just, just go away from academics to make more money in sports. Like I seen an article that was poorly written. You need to sip all this shut the hell up juice and your editor should be ashamed of herself for even printing that crap. 
Like UVA just going to compromise academics because of money, because, you know, you just got to if you want to compete. Hell, we just won a national championship with the same academic standards that we've been having since I was here. Highly regarded. But you're going to put out this tomfoolery-ass article. Come on, man. That's disrespect to guys who who showed you they could do both. Uh, Malcolm Broughton that's living on the lawn. A uh, Michael Kaiser that, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. The academic Heisman. But they're going to compromise academics if they want to, you know, complete this master plan. You putting that devil on, on Carla Williams like she really out here saying, hey, Lord, the standards. Let a newsflash for that article. We've lost multiple transfers that wanted to come here because they couldn't get through admissions so whoever wrote that article i need you to see me front and center we got to go blow for blow on on, behind the mic i need to really hear what you thought about before you wrote that bs and i'm gonna send you a damn petty hawk shirt with a shut the hell up juice serving shirt because that was dumb just pure d dumb but you hey hey you got a lot of traffic you got a lot of hits you got a lot of downloads. You got a lot of reads. Everybody know who you are. I ain't going to say your name. I ain't going to give you that justice on my platform. You better believe that. But back to what I was saying. So look, fans, calm down, sit down, hold on. Look, re, whether it's rebuilding, retooling, reloading, whatever read you want to put in front of a word for this team, they fighting. F-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. They are fighting. They are competing. They got heart. They're resilient. They're going to make no excuse. Kihei Clark, turn the ball over. Look, turn the ball 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. But somebody open, get the ball to him. Don't be hesitant. And he has to show any bit of hesitation. Get the ball swatted every time you take a layup. But late in the game, you get a, you get a switch on the big Kihei. That's barbecue chicken. You always eat them alive, sir. Don't listen to the people on the front row. Only dude in the front row used to is the dude with the nice suits. The shot from three like nobody else. Listen to him. If he tell you keep being aggressive, then serve everybody else. Shut the hell up. Don't listen to him, Kihei. Do what you do, and you do it well. Because I love that you got the switch, and you licked your fingertips, and you said barbecue, sesame seed, orange chicken. And you went right to the hole, and you let Big Baby know, "Uh uh-uh, not today. Let me do a little reverse. You think you're going to get a block? Uh Uh-uh. Because, I mean, I like how he wanted to be aggressive, man. Kihei's trying to make plays for others. And I think that's what people lose sight on is that Kihei is basically our ball handler. If you want to keep it real, last year you had Ty, who was the ball handler alongside Kihei. When you look at the game where Ty didn't play, Kihei was still the only ball handler last year when Ty was out. When we was out versus Miami, look at how many turnovers Kihei had. He had six of them. And in the offense, Cal was more comfortable catching. Not saying Cal couldn't be a playmaker, but that's why I tell folks who even uh, have some trepidation about saying, you know, Cal should have stayed. And that's why he's in, a, you know, he's in the G League. If he would have stayed another year, he would have been the first year. Folks just don't realize that Cal played within the system. It's a system like that's what the players do here. And it was nothing that was going to change, in my opinion, for Cal. Just his point average, but all the question marks as far as being a playmaker and things of that nature. Yes, it would have opened things up for Kihei, but he still would have been just the ball handler. He would have been the ball handler. So that's why when folks say, hey, do you worry about Kihei and his turnovers, ball hawk? I'm like, no, because he's being aggressive. He's not being hesitant. He's, he's trying to make plays. 
It's, it's that old adage in, in football where, where Brett Favre get the excuse for throwing a lot of dang on picks or Peyton Manning get the excuse for throwing 20 picks. Like, it happens. Like, you take the good with the bad because you understand where they on, they on. That's just what it is. And when you got a, opposing coaches praising Kihei and understanding how important he is to this offense and how he makes it go and, and how he is difficult to to guard and what he does to the opposing guards when he's guarding them he just lets you know man that we got something special here and we just need to calm down sit down hold on everybody got a better idea this player need to get more minutes or that player need to get more minutes that look man these coaches are in practice with this team every single day so it's easy for us to say from the outside looking in when we look at analytics and somebody plays like six and seven minutes and they have this average and this per and they shooting this percentage from the field with no expectations. We're like, hey, if he get more minutes, then he's going to keep the same percent. It doesn't work like that. The more you play, your, your field goal percentage is going to adjust. Your turnovers are going to adjust because there's more opportunity, more film, more scout scouting on you as far as what you do well what you don't do well so that's why i always tell folks not so easy just to plug and play just because somebody averages five or six minutes and he looked this good you're like oh they need to get him more minutes and now people always say what's the worst that could happen what's the worst that could happen that player could be a lot worse than the player that you benching and can hurt you in more crucial times so that's why i always say man we need to fall back and let Tony Bennett and his coaching staff do what they do. If you have to earn what you get on this team, then what you do in practice, showing up consistently, it'll get you more minutes. But it's all about matchups and what they have schematic-wise, like the game plan. You know, Jay started, I think Jay started the last game versus Wake Forest, and you saw this game, he didn't start. It was just all about the mindset and how they break down their opponent and what they feel like the weakness of their opponents opponent is so that's all i wanted to say man it's just this this season is very difficult no matter who's on the team because we reached the pinnacle last year just look at the last couple of national championships and let me know is it easy just to rebound and come right back and come close to what you was the year before it's difficult trying to be a repeat champion because when you reach the pinnacle man your measuring stick is way up there just look at, we're measuring Kihei or what we were used to seeing a first-round NBA player doing Ty Jerome. That's what we do. Every time Kihei makes a, a, a decision, we think of a Ty Jerome or we think of a, of a fourth-year London Parentes or we think about a fourth-year Malcolm Brogdon when all those guys took care of the basketball. We're talking about a true sophomore. A true sophomore that's still on pace to do something that hasn't been done to do in Virginia in a long time with his averages. Everybody and their mama know zero is the ball handler. Let's pressure him. That's why we do some pick and roll sets. It's, it's a little different this year. And yes, they want to force him to the cup to see what can you finish, little guy. Are you afraid to finish amongst the, the trees? Now, just, just think of... Kihei always drove to the paint and tried to come out the weak side and never took a shot. Teams will adjust to that. But the fact that he's showing you that he will take those contested layups and he's getting you to be aggressive and try to block his shot, somebody come from the weak side, offensive rebound. You, We've seen that plenty of times. Pick and roll. And when you roll, if he, and if he drives to the basket, go right behind him. So if your defender's coming off and they're trying to get that 
that chase down block and they don't get it and he misses it, guess what? You get a chase down dunk. It's all about how you can adjust. And I love what Coach Bennett said about Kihei is that the mistakes he had versus Florida State, he learned from them. They're not afraid to fail. They're just going to keep seeing they can fail better. See, that's what folks, you know, you, you, you one of those folks that if something's not working for you, you feel like you just got to scrap it and go away from it. But if you know you put in the time and you worked your tail off, you're going to be steadfast. You're going to continue to have belief in yourself and your abilities. And you're going to press through. And if you fail, at least fail doing what you've been practicing to do. Not practicing insanity. Like if you're practicing bad habits and you're still not being successful. No, if you know you're practicing good habits and it's unfortunate situations and you're being steadfast and you continue to believe in yourself and you're working to correct those mistakes and collectively as a group, people believe in you. Yes, continue to do what got you here. But if you can't shoot and you're still trying to shoot, that's a little different. Like if you can't shoot and you're in the gym and your shot still ain't going down, then you stop shooting. Yeah, you make an adjustment and you be more aggressive. I love that modern day Kite's hitting threes because he understood when I'm on the block, they double teaming me. He has to demonstrate that skill set that he can stress the flow out. Because when, when Tomas is hitting threes, look how, look how open that side of the flow is. There's no help and recover when somebody's splashing threes in your mouth. It's, I can't help you at all. You better recover. That's the defense you got to play. 53 out there hitting threes. Always drive on his side, Kihei, because if they help, we kick out. And then Tomas even drove one time and kicked out the dead Kite, and he splashed the three. So, fans, continue to enjoy the ride. Continue to believe in the Wahoos. Not saying you aren't believing in the Wahoos, but... Hey man, taper your um, criticism of Kihei and really put it in full context as what's going on. Understand fully what's going on versus just pointing a finger and want to be somebody with the hot take. Like somebody, like the dude put out that hot garbage article about the master plan and how academics are going to suffer and you got to lower the standard. Nah, son, we don't do that here. But you can sit the shut the hell up, Juice, though. You can do that and you can always get a glass if you're thirsty. It's always on tap. Until next time, man, you know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do, man. It's the Ball Hawk Show. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. And go to sthujuice.com. Get your Petty Hawk hoodies, baby. Let's go, Petty Hawk. We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.